Hello and welcome to Candid Conversations. Today we're speaking with Michelle Leroux, who is the editor-in-chief of Nanny Magazine. Michelle has more than 30 years of nanny industry experience. As an International Nanny Association credentialed nanny and Nanny of the Year award recipient, Michelle has authored parenting books including Nanny to the Rescue, Nanny to the Rescue Again, and Working Mums 411. Michelle has also served as the Executive Director of the International Nanny Association, Executive Director of Morningside Nannies, Editor-in-Chief of eNannySource.com, and as an expert content contributor, product reviewer, and consultant for a variety of major brands. To educate the next generation of nannies, Michelle launched NannyTrainings.com and GlobalNannyTraining.com, where she serves as lead educator. Her formative course, offered exclusively in partnership with Nanny Stella Inc., is the only US-based cash NCFE-accredited qualification for nannies. So, hello and welcome, Michelle. Um, So thank you very much, Michelle, for being here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and can you share your journey and experience and how you became the editor of Nanny Magazine? Sure. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I have now been in this industry for more than half my life. Uh, I started out as a nanny, uh, a nanny for uh, twins that were 10 days old, who are now graduated from college and and being a mom now of five myself, I joke with my old boss, what were you thinking leaving me with the kids at that age? Because I was in my early 20s. and I went on to stay with them for many years and, and fortunately are still in touch with them and went on to uh, become an International Nanny Association Nanny of the Year, which opened up some wonderful opportunities for me to uh, write some books that were published by major publishing houses, including Nanny to the Rescue and Nanny to the Rescue Again. Uh, I went on to work as executive director for the International Nanny Association. And during my time there, I connected with a Uh, technology genius who wanted to get into the industry. Uh, I knew the nanny side of things. He knew the technology side of things. And we began to partner together. uh, And I moved on from INA and began uh, my journey with with him and in our company, uh, managing our portfolio of nanny-related businesses. So uh, I've had the opportunity to serve as executive director of Morningside Nannies, which is an, a Houston award-winning nanny agency, um, be the editor of enannysource.com, which really has turned into a, a powerhouse and background checking for nannies. Uh, we developed our first nanny training as well. Uh, my my course was the first one, along with uh, Nanny Stella, to be uh, accredited and endorsed by cash for U.S.-based nannies. Uh, and then, you know, we had the opportunity to um, acquire Nanny Magazine, which for me was quite impo- important in the trajectory of trying to really validate the industry uh, as a chosen profession for for childcare workers. Uh, my husband has uh, worked in the um, x-ray field for, for many, many years, and part of his continuing professional development was they had an industry trade publication that was filled with articles, information, updated, um, you know, requirements, best practices, and there would be a quiz at the the end. And he had to do so many of these a year that counted towards his professional development. And when Nanny Magazine became available, I thought that this would just be a 
another pathway to provide an opportunity that was accessible to nannies where they were at to continue their professional development with the goal of sort of transforming it from a magazine to a trade publication. Um, and then the next step will be to have, you know, these quizzes counting mm -hmm. as continued professional development as opportunities for nannies to continue their learning journey because we can always, you know, become better at our craft. Fantastic. And what unique content or features does Nanny Magazine offer that can inspire and engage nannies? Well, what I love about our publication is that everything is written specifically for nannies. So it's not, you know, daycare articles adapted for nannies. Mm -hmm. It is truly written specifically for nannies who work in private homes by people who know what nannies do, right? No one really understands the unique role that a nanny plays in the family, uh, in, in their work environment and all of that until they've had some personal experience with it. So the content is really specific for nannies, for those in our industry, for agency owners, agency staff, um, specifically written and geared towards nannies. So it's not adapted. So that is sort of the, the, the foundational picture of, of what the content is. It's driven specifically by nanny generated content. So not adapted, not twisted, not just switched out, you know, parent for nanny or daycare worker for nanny. It's driven by that. And some of the unique columns that we have uh, every issue, um, one of my favorite is a day in the life. So we have had the opportunity to pro profile nannies from across the world, from as far as Africa to, you know, Canada to all different countries and the way that they perform their job. So each, you know, issue has, you know, what do you do before you go to work? What do you do while you're at work? What do you do after work? And it's been fascinating to see the differences and the similarities in the role nannies play. I remember one of them, uh, it was commonplace in their culture for the nanny to sleep with the baby. And I remember putting that together and, you know, how interesting that was, how fascinating that was, because that was the standard in that part of the world. And how, you know, as U.S. nannies, we would be mortified by that. It just wouldn't happen. But to really highlight, you know, the work that they do in their culture. So that's been, you know, that that for me is really um, interesting and really uh, motivating and really inspirational to see that across the world, there are people doing the same work. They may do it differently, yes. but it's the same work and that nurturing, that love for kids uh, and that compassion and to make a difference in families. So that's my favorite piece of the, of the every issue of the magazine is to, to connect with these nannies and learn what they do. And we've featured nannies who specialize in different areas, nannies that specifically do sleep training, nannies that specifically travel, nannies that specifically work with high net worth families, nannies that um, really have found a niche. Uh, and, and that's, you know, what I love to feature. We also have uh, content written um, by, we call it the nanny knowledge uh, base. So mm -hmm. nannies who have a specific, perhaps um, accreditation, a specialty, nannies who perhaps are child passenger safety technicians, who are also nutritionists or physical therapists have contributed, again, nanny specific content, sharing their expertise as a nanny, what they pull in from their other, you know, educational background. We have expert tips, which people outside the industry often write specifically for us in the industry. So uh, we've had, you know, car seat passenger safety technicians. We have had, um, you know, um, people who specialize in trauma, a nurse who specializes in trauma-informed care, write specific content for us 
that really understands the unique role that nannies have in the home. Um, we have Ask the Agency, Ask the Nanny, and then Industry News. So we have our partners who perhaps work in uh, tax and payroll, that work in insurance, that work in different facets of the industry, who write, again, content specific to nannies where they're at uh, in terms of how they can apply whatever's new trending in the industry to what they're doing. And the last one that I really enjoy is our people profiles, where we profile industry leaders from Again, across the globe, whether it's an educator, a tax and payroll specialist, a health insurance provider, someone that's, you know, has, we have many uh, nannies in our community that also have businesses where they sell things and, and nanny teas and they have foundations to support the, the industry. So we feature them uh, in, in, you know, in, in each publication as well. So I really love that we're able to bring and highlight um, what amazing work many people in our community are doing. Thank you. And that kind of leads me into my next question, because how how do you feel that Nanny Magazine supports a sense of community among all of all of your readers? Because you don't just have nanny readers, you also have agency readers and you also have potentially some parents, right? Absolutely. Um, it's been really great because we have the opportunity for reader submissions. So this coming issue, uh, just a, a, a dad of a nanny wrote in and he had seen an article, um, you know, highlighting some of the unrealistic expectations surrounding jobs. And he wrote in to speak up and advocate for nannies. So that's Fantastic. been great. So I think that central concept of raising the bar brings the community together. You know, agencies, what can we do to be better? Nannies, what can we do to be better? How can the bottom line be to increase the quality of care that children cared for by nannies receive? And you do that when the community comes together to one, support nannies, two, support families, and three, raise the bar in terms of the standards and expectations. And I guess four, set, kind of set some industry standards as well. So I think we, we, we foster community by doing those things and coming around and saying, hey, let's all bring the bar up together um, in terms of, of what the mission of the magazine is. Fantastic. And do you have any specific success stories or examples of how nannies who regularly read Nanny Magazine have expanded their skills and knowledge? Absolutely. Um, one of the ones that stick out to me is we had featured a nanny um, in the Philippines. She had, uh, you know, gone through her child uh, education there. She had established herself as a professional. She had tons of, you know, background and experience in, in education. And she was trying to go to Canada on one of the programs that they have. And she was mm -hmm. having a hard time with the visa process. And she was able to show them during her visa interview, the uh, publication where she was featured. And that really brought her a new level of respect from the people she was working with and opened the door for her to get where she needed to go. So that was really a great um, story and one that I really loved learning about um, that she was able to to use her highlight uh, to to get where she needed to go, which which was fascinating. That's fantastic. It's a lovely yeah. story. Is she in Canada right now? Uh, she is, yes, working as working as a nanny. And of course, every country we can go back and forth about the pros and cons of that, but has different requirements. And, and Canada has a, a thriving, you know, whether you like it or not program in terms of international workers yes. coming over. And and she was really, it made a difference for her from being able to participate and in, in not. So that was neat. You've kind of answered partly my next question and it's how do you stay current with evolving trends I mean I'm assuming that because you're having different people write and pitch in they are keeping you up to date but how does the nanny magazine itself stay current 
Well, you know, it's so important to really understand what's going on in the industry. And we have an advisory board that provides feedback. They provide um, ideas. They provide uh, topics that may be of interest. Also, when you look at the trends in terms of, you know, social media, what are Nanny's talking about? Many of us are involved with groups. We're involved with social media connections. Um, we see the TikTok videos uh, and we get to see sort of what is going on in the industry beyond, you know, it can be so isolating for, for, you know, the level of nannies that, that we conjugate with in terms of, you know, being members of professional associations. Sometimes we forget that a whole industry exists outside of that. So what are those caregivers talking about? What is happening on that level outside of, of the way that we're already connected in terms of INA knowing, um, you know, Nanny Palooza, all these different groups learning about what they're presenting at conferences, what trends are happening. So we have that. And then we have the, the sort of, other culture of nannies that we may not even be connected mm -hmm. to. So we follow that. We see what they're talking about. Um, you know, one one issue we featured the TikTok nanny who had done this, um, you know, rant in terms of of what her work was. And it was just fascinating because some of the content comes from nannies that, you know, we wouldn't have even known existed, right? Mm -hmm. Working nannies that didn't even know there was another level in terms of professional community. So we're able to bridge that gap and, and feature content that really uh, is attractive to all nannies. So I think the magazine offers something for every nanny from, you know, this issue. I know we're talking about the Department of Labor provided a, a sample work agreement for nannies. That's yes, huge. So but that's not something that we would have perhaps known about unless we were following trends on social media mm -hmm. and discussions on that. So it's important for us to be connected and to be connected outside of, of those usual connections we have in terms of when we think of professional development, professional training. And also, you know, we'll make sure that that the content that we feature um, always, you know, aligns with, you know, current trends in terms of the American Academy of Pediatrics, World Health Organization. And, and when updates come out, we, we try to include those as well, because there's important knowledge that is shared that, again, may not make it to every nanny, you know, if yes. they're not connected otherwise. Okay. And is Nanny Magazine the only Nanny Magazine in the world? You know, I, I know that a few years ago, um, a Nannypreneur magazine was launching. I haven't really seen much come of that. So I think there's that one. And I know Norland just released a research journal. So we talk about that in this coming issue. But in terms of an industry trade publication, I do believe it is. Um, You know, in England, they had, what is it, Lady Magazine um, yes. that was, you know, featured with a lot of job, you know, years ago before the internet, that's where you yep. would find your jobs. Yep. So there have been other publications out there geared to towards um, nannies, geared towards in-home child care providers, geared towards the industry. But I really think what makes Nanny Magazine different is, again, um, we've gotten away from doing like recipes, arts and crafts. Mm -hmm. That's not what the publication is about. This publication has really been transformed into a trade publication where it has news, where it has um, content relevant to best practices, where it features... Um, so thank you very much, Michelle, for being here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and can you share your journey and experience and how you became the editor of Nanny Magazine? Sure. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I have now been in this industry for more than half my life. Uh, I started out as a nanny, uh, a nanny for uh, twins that were 10 days old who are now graduated from college and, and being a mom now of five myself, I joke with my old boss, what were you thinking leaving me with the kids at that age? Because I was in my early 20s. Um, 
and I went on to stay with them for many years and, and fortunately are still in touch with them and went on to uh, become an International Nanny Association Nanny of the Year, which opened up some wonderful opportunities for me to uh, write some books that were published by major publishing houses, including Nanny to the Rescue and Nanny to the Rescue Again. I went on to work as executive director for the International Nanny Association. And during my time there, I connected with a uh, technology genius who wanted to get into the industry. Uh, I knew the nanny side of things. He knew the technology side of things. And we began to partner together. Uh, and I moved on from INA and began uh, my journey with with him and in our company, uh, managing our portfolio of nanny-related businesses. So uh, I've had the opportunity to serve as executive director of Morningside Nannies, which is an, a Houston award-winning nanny agency, um, be the editor of enannysource.com, which really has turned into a, a powerhouse and background checking for nannies. Uh, we developed our first nanny training as well. Uh, my my course was the first one, along with uh, Nanny Stella, to be uh, accredited and endorsed by cash for U.S.-based nannies. Uh, and then, you know, we had the opportunity to um, acquire Nanny Magazine, which for me was quite impo important in the trajectory of trying to really validate the industry uh, as a chosen profession for, for childcare workers. Uh, my husband has uh, worked in the um, x-ray field for, for many, many years, and part of his continuing professional development was they had an industry trade publication that was filled with articles, information, updated, um, you know, requirements, best practices, and there would be a quiz at the, the end. And he had to do so many of these a year that counted towards his professional development. And when Nanny Magazine became available, I thought that this would just be a another pathway to provide an opportunity that was accessible to nannies where they were at to continue their professional development with the goal of sort of transforming it from a magazine to a trade publication. Um, and then the next step will be to have, you know, these quizzes counting mm -hmm. as continued professional development as opportunities for nannies to continue their learning journey because we can always, you know, become better at our craft. Fantastic. And what unique content or features does Nanny Magazine offer that can inspire and engage nannies? Well, what I love about our publication is that everything is written specifically for nannies. So it's not, you know, daycare articles adapted for nannies. Mm -hmm. It is truly written specifically for nannies who work in private homes by people who know what nannies do, right? No one really understands the unique role that a nanny plays in the family, uh, in, in their work environment and all of that until they've had some personal experience with it. So the content is really specific for nannies, for those in our industry, for agency owners, agency staff, um, specifically written and geared towards nannies. So it's not adapted. So that is sort of the, the, the foundational picture of, of what the content is. It's driven specifically by nanny generated content. So not adapted, not twisted, not just switched out, you know, parent for nanny or daycare worker for nanny. It's driven by that. And some of the unique columns that we have uh, every issue, um, one of my favorite is a day in the life. So we have had the opportunity to pro profile nannies from across the world, from as far as Africa to, you know, Canada to all different countries and the way that they perform their jobs. So each, you know, issue has 
You know, what do you do before you go to work? What do you do while you're at work? What do you do after work? And it's been fascinating to see the differences and the similarities in the role nannies play. I remember one of them, uh, it was commonplace in their culture for the nanny to sleep with the baby. And I remember putting that together and, you know, how interesting that was, how fascinating that was, because that was the standard in that part of the world. I feel that um, nanny associations around the world could benefit from Nanny Magazine being more readily available to their membership base. Absolutely. And I, I think I think Nanny Magazine really, again, brings the opportunity to provide professional development opportunities for nannies that may not be interested in going to conferences, that may not be connected otherwise, that may not even know the industry events that exist. In, in, in the next issue, we're going to have the industry calendar where we've searched high and low uh, across you know the internet, across our connections. And there's some, some events that, that I didn't even know existed myself. So we invite all of these different organizations to contribute to the magazine, to share what they're doing, what work they're doing in their part of the world, to provide their events so we can feature them. So definitely, I think that um, the publication is a real resource to uh, nanny agencies, to nannies, to organizations. And again, we provide opportunities for them to feature the important work that they do. We've featured the INA president, we've featured INA nanny of the years like yourself. We have featured different organizations in Canada that are doing important work um, on behalf of nannies. So we definitely wanna hear from, uh, we, we featured in Africa, I remember years ago when I was at INA and, and working there, we had someone who was starting a nanny school in Africa. Mm -hmm. and it was was like a big question is this legitimate is this a scam you know and through that connection I was able to introduce her to different avenues in the industry and we got to feature her work in the school that she's doing in in uh, you know across the globe so there's opportunities for everyone I think to share the work they're doing and to read about the work that others are doing to raise the bar fantastic and for the readers listeners and viewers how many times does nanny magazine come out each year and so Nanny Magazine comes out four times a year and it's a digital publication. I would love to have a print publication. Everyone would love to have a print <laughs> publication. But the reality is the cost to do it in small batch runs costs for one issue more than it does for a digital publication for the year. So when you subscribe to Nanny Magazine at nannymag.com, it's $21 a year. You get four digital issues a year, plus access to all of the back issues that are also online. So it's definitely not a huge um, you know, financial commitment. And I do feel that it's definitely worth um, the investment, um, yes. but I would love to bring it back to a, you know, full, you know, trade publication that you can print and hold in your hand. But really the market, we know as an industry, you know, as a whole, that the investment for financial de professional development isn't always there because it's not yet required. So I think until we see um, there's some standardization of, of licensure or something across the board, it can be hard for nannies to invest in professional development because they don't need it to get a job. And, you know, right. that's the reality. When we look at the different exams available, the courses available, when we even look at CPR and first aid um, that should be required for all caregivers, um, you know, the number who are enrolled is a little bit different from the number who are working. And again, because they don't need it. So hopefully, yes. you know, we'll see nannies learn to invest in themselves because it will increase their marketability, increase their credibility and validate the important work they do.
Fantastic. And I will link the Nanny Magazine link in the description of this video and in the podcast. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners and viewers? If you have something to contribute and share, reach out. Even if you are not a great writer, we have professional copy editors that work through our publication each issue so we can help you. If you have a message, but you're not quite sure how to pull it together, uh, we can help you do that. Um, but we are always looking to feature people who have something to share, people who have a specialized skill that can really apply to nannies and just the story of nannies. We have a... Um, a feature coming out in the next issue where a, a nanny had written a story, um, a short story. We have a reader submission section um, that, that I look, think readers are going to enjoy seeing what you put together. Mm -hmm. So again, nice. um, we are open to submissions. We are open to learning about the important work nannies are doing across the globe. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for being with us, Michelle. It was lovely to chat with you and to learn about Nanny Magazine. Thank you for having me. And it was good to see you again. You too. Thank you.